I, so I sort of write about this in my work, um, particularly my more recent work, as um, the social logics of suicide or the social logics of Indigenous people's suicides, which is to say, um, by and large, the, the, the sort of dominant psychologically focused um, research in, in suicide and suicide prevention particularly makes a lot of assumptions about people that are suicidal. Our first assumption is that they're depressed. Um, our second assumption is that depression is something that's sort of maybe socially interactive, but largely bioorganic and, and, and kind of emerges inside of a, of a person's body or their mind. And that it is always an irrational thing to die or to want to die. When I think about it in the context of colonization, I guess I think that when you have a, a very complex history of, of, of statecraft, which was pointed towards the eradication of an entire group of people, and that's not um, hyperbole, that, that's literally you know, evidenced within, our, with, within American, um, Canadian, um, and the colonial powers that founded Mexico, Canada, and the United States, you know, pre-independence, you know, these were, these were, these were embedded within their policies, quite literally with the goal of eradicating people. And then add to that a kind of 500 year, depending on where you're talking about history of, of sort of sequential efforts to eradicate, then to assimilate, to control, to deny language, to deny mobility, deny all sorts of basic human rights. Um, in in that world and in a world where in you know the present day of um many indigenous communities experience of racialized policing of violent victimization of um, multiple forms of sort of racialized social policy not to mention just day-to-day material realities of experiencing forms of poverty or experiencing forms of um, social disadvantage and structured violence, you know, I think, is it a logical thing to feel depressed in the face of that? Yeah. 